0: A moment or two to the angry young man with his foot in his mouth and his heart
1: in his hand. just stab in the back, he's been misunderstood. It's a comfort to know his intentions are good. Then he sits in a room with a lock on the door, with his naps in his medal
0: laid out on the floor. And he likes to be known as the angry young man. I believe I passed the But age. I don't. <laughs> <And of> <laughs> Well, we're screwed then. It's over. The it's show over. is over. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, you missed out on an excellent show.
0: <laughs> we, we've been talking for, on the phone for like an hour. It's like, been quote, hour. For like quote-unquote prepping, but we've just been talking and laughing, and then we realized this, this just could have all
1: been a show and you all missed out. <clears> we, so. we should really start recording our intros because... Whatever we just the discussions we just had were funnier than whatever we're about to do, which is kind of disheartening.
0: I, I'm I'm about to disappoint everyone with my topics compared to what could have been just naturally.
1: <laughs> um, if you want to know about all the stuff that we laughed about, you can follow me on Twitter at zachpack3 z a c h p a c k three. I'm gonna do a I, I'm okay with that. I'll do a shameless plug on my own show.
0: Yeah, go for it. Mine mine's just my name. It's at messman paul because for some reason I thought. Last names were cooler and different if you put them first. Uh, when I made this in high school, and for some, uh, and I act like if I change it now it would ruin my brand or something. <laughs> as if anyone <laughs> is attached to at Messman Paul being my brand. Like, w- w- what am I even thinking?
1: <laughs> I should really redo my own Twitter. I, I, Zach Pack Three is an old joke from like that's like a first grade, second grade joke. So I'm really, I'm really stuck in the brand at this no- point.
0: Not only are we hiding inside jokes from 15 minutes ago, now we're hiding inside jokes from second grade from our listeners.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Boy, I wish you could have been here for that whole hour-long conversation. And
0: and another part of the conversation, just know that I'm laughing my head every time I cough, and it's related to that, (coughs) because I have a throat lozenge in right now.
1: Paul Paul basically just self-diagnosed himself with asthma because a doctor said, hey, I think you have asthma. And he was like, okay, cool, and then just didn't do anything about it, and then was explaining to me his symptoms. And then he goes, oh, yeah, wait, no, that's totally asthma, 100%.
0: <laughs> I described to Seth that if I do exercise, I cough and can't breathe for hours afterwards. And I, I, express, I express doubt that maybe that's asthma, but who's to say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm no doctor. I don't know. <laughs> but as somebody who has asthma, I can assure you that that's um, 100% asthma. Yeah.
0: And, and speaking of doctors, we, uh-huh. we, can, we can only assume that all of you are currently quarantined because by the time this episode releases, you will all certainly have been uh, exposed to the coronavirus or one of your loved ones, close friends, uh, probably has it. Um, we wish you all well and remind you that there are uh, 32 episodes of Not All Bad uh, to keep you company as you're trapped in your room with nowhere to go because the virus is infecting the world.
1: And and we're going to unfortunately have to end at 33 because I'm I'm probably dead at this point. I think I probably didn't survive this long. So um, I'm a ghost. It's just, it's just my ghost is serenading you with the sweet, dulcet sounds of my once living voice i'm sorry to report
0: (laughs) i'm thinking about how awful it would be if you actually died before this released, and that was the last we heard from you
1: that would be my greatest joke (laughs) it really would be i I, uh if that if that really came true then i think i would be i think i would be satisfied with that outcome i don't think i would complain too much I, well, I couldn't complain. You can't complain when you're dead. You know what they say.
0: What What did they say, Zach?
1: They say that you can. They say that you can't complain when you're dead. Did no one ever tell you that? That my dad used to tell me that all the time. He said you'll stop complaining when you're dead.
0: I, I guess that's that. That's somewhat familiar. I feel like I, I feel like the variation that's more familiar to me is like you can sleep when you're dead. <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, that's true. All, no, all my dad never lame said jokes, that. jokes, but
1: yeah. Um, welcome to episode 33 of Not All Bad. Uh, I am I was formerly your host, Zach Andrews. I'm now dead.
0: And I'm your exclusive host now, uh, moving forward, Paul Messman.
1: Oh, would you... If I died, would you carry on without me?
0: You know, I don't have an instant answer to that. If you died before <laughs> this released, I think I would release one episode maybe like explaining how funny it is that you talked about dying.
1: <laughs> so we all know it's very sad, but you got to check this out. Cause this is crazy. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know what I would do, uh, after that. Um, <laughs> that's like uh, one of
1: those questions where, <laughs> where your girlfriend, you guys have been dating for like six months and she goes, you, you guys are just like eating ramen or something, <laughs> watching the good place. And then she just, <laughs> It interrupts and says, Not to get too overwhelmingly specific, but she, <laughs> she like interrupts the show and says, If we got married and then I died, would you remarry?
0: <laughs>
1: I feel like that happens, that a similar situation happens to a lot of guys. Um, and I think I just kind of dropped that on you out of the blue, so I didn't mean to, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> Funny to think I mean, about, I guess.
0: We can talk about it. We can we can negotiate your will and see what your final will and testament is in, in relation to the podcast. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> yeah, if this is your first time listening to Not All Bad, welcome. Um, Paul and I are each going to uh, take a turn ranting. Uh, it's a show about getting angry and talking about the things that you don't like. And so we're going to do that. And then we're going to uh, pull a topic out of a hat. And we're going to have to talk about why we don't like said topic. And then we're going to switch it up a little bit and talk about something that we actually do like. And you can find the show on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, eh, Overcast, and iTunes. I've never done iTunes last. I, yeah, I, I said I last really episode that, <clears> that I, <throat> I switch it up every time. This is a new combo. I know for a fact that I've never done iTunes last because saying that felt so wrong.
0: It it felt wrong, and we'll probably lose our uh, Apple sponsorship after this episode, but that's okay.
1: Yeah, probably so. But you know what? You win some, you lose some. That's what they say. Um, They also (laughs) say that you can complain when you're dead, apparently. (laughs) And you can find us on Twitter at NotAllBadShow, and uh, email us at NotAllBadShow at gmail.com. I wish that you could find us on Instagram at NotAllBadShow, but after last week when we talked with Brian about getting an Instagram for the show... Um, turns out I did in fact make one and (laughs) for some reason it was immediately suspended and I don't know how to reverse the suspension. Yeah. I, I, I probably shouldn't have dropped that bomb on you live on the air, Paul, but our, (laughs) our Instagram account has been suspended. Um, and I don't understand why. I think it may be easy to fix, but it's, I'm too lazy to fix it. And for some reason, if you try to fix it on the computer, it tells you to do it in the app, which is kind of strange, but, um, I'll attempt to write this ship Man, eventually.
0: What, what an edgy show we have that we're, we're getting suspended on apps. Right. It's, it's wild.
1: I don't know what I did to deserve it, but apparently, um, I I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> if you want to be a guest on the show, like Brian was last week where he told us that we should get an Instagram, you can do so by emailing us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. Tell us you're interested. Uh, we'll help you work out a topic if you don't know it yet, and if you do, that's great. You're welcome to talk about what you want within reason. I've heard some bad ideas in the past, by the way, so I I have to throw that caveat out there that you can't talk about literally anything you want to, but you can talk (laughs) about... We'll allow a lot of topics, so feel free to come on the show and and discuss. And also, uh, we'll get to it later, but you can submit random rant ideas, the topics that we pull out of a hat by... Sorry, holy shit! There's a big spider on my wall, right above my computer monitor, and it's stress. I hate spiders. I I really have to handle this. Hang on. <laughs>
0: how uh, how big are we talking?
1: <laughs> it's actually quite small. I was just trying to be dramatic, Paul. If you're gonna call me out like that, but I am gonna kill it. I hate. I mean, spiders I'm not so there
0: to know that this is a, just a game to you. Uh, um, yeah, I'm walking
1: away from my mic. I have to. Oh my god, I'm out of tissues. Oh, this is a dramatic emergency. Do, holy
0: do, shit. Do, wait, do I need to inform, like, narrate this for the audience if they can't hear you? Well, uh for for those of you listening, if you can't hear Zach, uh he he's gone on an expedition to find tissues with which to kill the spider. Uh walked away from his mic. And his whole house is out of tissues. It's oh, he's got toilet paper. Uh it's it's a real crisis over there. Uh, stay tuned. Alright, I got it. I got away. Oh nice, I can hear the flushing toilet. That's Gave a real, so did you get So the spider dealt the Zach?
1: I did. Yeah, no, it's gone. It's, uh, gone. Yeah, I crushed it and then I flushed it. Nice. You got you can't do one or the other. You got to do both to really make sure it's gone. So it's handled. Um, that, that I'm I am i am sorry that it was unprofessional, but I had to do it immediately, or else I would have thought about it for the next fifty minutes, and it would have been it would have been bad. So it's handled. I think I was talking about submitting a random rant idea. Whatever. We'll get to it later. You can do it by emailing the show, <laughs> not notallbadshow.gmail.com. It's like the
0: fourth time we've told people that.
1: I know. It's very important, though.
0: <laughs> Please, just send us more.
1: Uh... <laughs> Are you ready to to actually like get into what the show is supposed to be about?
0: Yeah, man, I'm so ready. I'm amped up today. This is going to be a good episode.
1: Who is starting? Oh, boy. Don't know that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll just – I'll go. Okay. Okay. I'll go. F- we'll we'll just we'll we'll do a hard reset today. I'll just go first. Okay. Um. One of the topics that we discussed a lot before we actually started recording, not to throw throw it back already, but uh, we were talking about our uh, some of our more recent adventures, uh, going out to bars and stuff with friends. Mm. Hmm. Um. And one of the most frustrating things ever. Is to show up at a bar and uh, a good bar, typically, depending on the the atmosphere they're going for, is going to have TVs around Mm -hmm. the room, which is good, right? A lot of times you want to catch the game or if there's a lull in the conversation, it's helpful to have something to look at rather than stare each other in in the eyes until somebody thinks it's something to say. Mm -hmm. So I'm a fan of TVs at the bar unless... They're showing a certain a certain TV channel, and that is Chive TV, <laughs> which I don't really know how to describe it. Paul, are you familiar?
0: Yeah, I know I know what it is. I know what the chive is, but I don't know
1: if I really know what
0: Chive TV is.
1: I I am almost the opposite. I don't really think I know what the chive is. I'm surprised it still exists. It really shouldn't. Right? I don't
0: it, uh, I don't fully know what it is.
1: <laughs> well, I think it's like a an aggregate website for humor, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think it's like Reddit kind of maybe. Not that Reddit is funny, but <laughs> like ever, but I think if it's like if Reddit uh stopped In like 2008, and you just like pick it up and bring it to 2020. I think that's what the chive is. But it, you know, now that
0: I think about it, it almost reminds me a similar vibe to me is like barstool sports, except that the chive isn't necessarily just sports, but they both are like, at least on social media, like aggregate humor. And then have a certain undercurrent of trying to post hot girls to attract people to their pages.
1: I'm not familiar with the hot girl chive aspect. If that's the case, I may reverse my opinion. <laughs> no, I'm just uh, kidding. I, there's no way. I, I definitely don't like uh, don't like the chive. Um, right. <laughs> by the way, the chive is a website. Owned and operated by Resignation, LLC, images appearing on thechive.com are selected by staff from searches of both international and domestic websites as daily submissions. The Chive gained attention for a series of internet hoaxes that began in 2007 and reported as true stories by mainstream media outlets. So, I guess that's what it is. I I don't know. uh, It's a, quote, photo blog and entertainment website real piece of shit i'm not a fan of it at all um the website itself i don't really have much of an issue with because i don't know anything about it or know of anyone who reads it but Chive tv this rant is very similar to my gas station tv rant where you're basically subjected to just the worst content the media uh, the online media has to offer it's a lot like um in fact, it's it's pretty much the equivalent of watching America's Funniest Home Videos. If there's still, like, the internet exists. I don't need you to show me a TV show of the funniest clips on the internet. And by funniest, it's really just, like, a kid falling off a trampoline or something. It's, it's nowhere, it doesn't even scratch the surface of entertainment. It's It's like a car wreck in the sense that when it's playing in a bar... You end up watching it, and you hate every second of watching it, and you want to look away so bad, but for some reason you can't. It's just magnetic. <laughs> Extremely frustrating. It's distracting. I would rather not have anything to look at than have to look at this. Like I said earlier, sometimes it's helpful to have something to look at when you don't really have anything to say. Not this. I would rather I would rather have to stare into the eyes of the fellow patrons until they can think of something else to say rather than have to watch this TV channel. <laughs> it's the equivalent of um turning on youtube and like projecting the youtube onto your bar tv and then just letting videos autoplay from <laughs> 5 until 2 in the morning
0: For, from just like exclusively the recommended page so it's the stuff that's like supposed to be popular but isn't actually that interesting exactly
1: yeah it's <clears throat> it's i i can't stand it I, the best the best summary of it really is it's like America's funniest home videos, except America's funniest home videos became obsolete when you no longer needed somebody to get up on stage and show you home videos because you had the internet.
0: It's a good. I was actually thinking about that recently. That like people had to physically send in like videotapes into this show. That's like so antiquated at this point.
1: That sounds horrible. I, <laughs> that show was never good but it you had an excuse for creating it because you wanted you needed somebody somebody was somebody had to do it right to to take mm-hmm. all the bad shit and put it on one place cuz that's what the internet's for now but you didn't have the internet back then so you had to just take everything that sucked and just make it all it's it's like a containment type thing mhm i it- um yeah, I don't kinda, have too much more to say.
0: That, that kind of reminds me of other rants I've had about frustration of stealing content that I almost I get a real bad taste in my mouth from these companies that operate and exist solely to take other people's content and like put in front of people as if it's like their own. And even though like bigger well-known ones like the Chive, Yes, they'll technically, like, put the person's, like, Twitter handle, like, as quote-unquote credit, but, like, I don't know. I feel like they are profiting from your video when, like, if your video were to somehow appear on there, like, you're not actually getting anything out of it, you know? Oh, yeah, for
1: sure. For sure.
0: That's the thing that makes it just feel, like, dirty to me.
1: Yeah, it just a, <clears throat> just sucks. It's just a bad website with bad content, and they force it on you. I Don't do this. If you got a bar, don't do this. You can find any sports, any sport. Like, I, I don't care if you have to put on the Cornhole World Championship. Which, I watched the way, that the other night. I have seen, I was going to say, I have seen in a bar before. And it is, it is not sarcastically riveting. I agree. <laughs> put that on. There's always some sport that you can put on. You Put on darts. I don't care. If it's from summer to fall, you've got baseball for sure. There's a game on. I guarantee it. It doesn't matter. Just put it on. I don't want to see – I don't care how much you hate baseball. A lot of people do. Paul, I think you're one of them. In fact, <laughs> I think you're a baseball hater if I remember our past conversations. Oh, oh I am. <laughs> baseball is better than this. I oh, promise agreed. you.
0: It is. Yeah, Especially in the background. It's actually like a pretty decent like background – thing to have on
1: it is it is um i i it just seems like such an outdated thing man what are you doing not a fan i don't have much more to to complain about with regards to this specifically but uh i just gotta say it's a practice that needs to die and for some reason it seems to only be increasing i I have i've noticed it more and more the first place i ever noticed it was o'bannon's in college station they do it there um but since then, I've seen it uh, all over the state of Texas. Pretty much every city I've gone out drinking in, I've noticed it. And I'm just so sick and tired of it. Get some good content on your TVs. That's all I ask.
0: Yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I, I met a friend uh, for dinner before we did this. Uh, and at some point, we were sitting in the uh, Chili's bar. And <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you went to Chili's? <laughs> well, well, we ate at Cracker Barrel. Uh, his suggestion and then we get there and he's like wait they don't have drinks here i was like yeah he's like do you want to go somewhere with drinks after this i was like yeah let's let's do that (laughs) and so we went to the chili's bar afterwards and uh they were playing stuff on the tv it's funny how when there was a lull in the conversation i'd find myself watching the television oh yeah there'd just be some dumb commercial on and suddenly i'm like look at my friend i'm like so, uh, what do you think of a uh, State Farm insurance? It's like I I, <laughs> I, I find myself like there's genuinely interesting things that could come up for conversation, but I choose the lamest ones if there's a TV in front of me to bring up. Are you uh, sure this I, is I your know.
1: friend or your? Is it like your boss or something?
0: <laughs> no, it's it's my friend. <laughs> um,
1: uh. I I not that I would not do it, not that this doesn't sound like something that I would actually enjoy. Cracker Barrel for dinner and then chilies to drink is probably the saddest meal I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Paul, you live in a, a city, one of the biggest cities in the United States. If This would be an inexcusable meal if it was anything above like a population of 5,000. Well,
0: okay. So my friend lives in East Dallas. And so we were, we were meeting roughly halfway in like a Dallas suburb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so like, he was just like, let's do Cracker Bill. I haven't had that while I was like, I probably haven't had that in t- the last 10 years. Like, let's <laughs> do it uh so i was like it was it was surprisingly good Uh, they give you three sides and every single side they call vegetables but they're all like mashed potatoes and (laughs) macaroni and cheese
1: mac and cheese yeah
0: yeah but um and then naturally since we're in like a suburb there's only chains and no actual bars to go to afterwards and so our options were on the borders bar chili's bar or it was some other chain restaurant bar. We we our options were pretty tight. <laughs> All right, well, fair enough. Let me tell you, that bar was actually hopping. There were so many <laughs> people there. Like who were clearly like regulars, like the Chili's bar is like their go-to on a Thursday night. It was, it was really Boy, eye-opening. That is sad. Honestly.
1: Yeah, man, that sucks to be one of them, huh? <laughs> yeah. To ha- so to have a regular bar on a Thursday night is already kind of bad. To have a regular bar on a Thursday night and it's Chili's is just <laughs> disheartening. Is. That sucks. You hate to hear that.
0: It, it's it's funny because like I wanted to bring up to my friend while we were there. I was like, I not mean, this is sad. All these people come into a Chili's bar on a Thursday night. And I was like, well, we're here at a Chili's bar on a Thursday <laughs> night. And I don't, I can't really say that out loud.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Keep that one to yourself until you're live on the air. Then you can say whatever you want.
0: Oh, exactly.
1: <sighs> uh, yeah, that's, that's it for me, Paul. Why don't you, uh, why don't you give your rant?
0: Well, I'd love to. I'm gonna take a little swig of this wine really quick.
1: Okay. Oh. You, I, I, uh, you could have done it in the whole time I was talking. When I was telling you to talk, that was a, a prime opportunity to take a swig. But I, I just taking... really
0: want. I just really wanted to promote the uh, boxed wine that I'm drinking. Uh, it's a real thirst quencher. Uh, so
1: so far, your promotion has not mentioned the type of wine, where you bought it, the brand of the wine. You just said. That's like me. like. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I'd like to shout out my sponsor today. Um, they made the microphone I'm talking into. So thanks.
0: Uh, well, well, I guess now is as good a time as ever to actually plug it. It's a black box wine, which I don't know if it's actually better than other black box wine, but they have like all these awards all over the packaging claiming that it's like, let me let me look at this real quick. It says gold medal, seventy gold medals from wine enthusiasts since two thousand four. That that doesn't. I don't even fathom how they got seventy medals in the last sixteen years. <laughs> uh, gold medals at that. Like, like who 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 has? I mean, I don't know what seventy divided by sixteen is. That's got to be something wild. Like five. Uh, there's is, Are there like five categories for boxed wine every year in some competition? Who knows? Anyways, I, I, I think the awards <laughs> do the effective job of making my, myself think that's actually better than your typical boxed wine. Yeah, I up. would
1: fall for that too. Yeah. By the way, 70 divided by 16, if um, what I, I did it in my head, it's 4.375. Uh,
0: so. Rounded the wrong direction.
1: Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you, we can't all be math geniuses like me.
0: That's true. Uh, did you you do that decimal in your head?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: that's incredible.
1: (laughs) Well, Uh, I'm pretty smart. (laughs) If you you hear any any keystrokes or mouse clicks, (laughs) it's just it's my air conditioner. (laughs) Oh man! All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: jump in my topic so that we don't spend thirty minutes on black box wine.
1: I thought for a Uh, second there that was your topic, honestly. In fact, until this moment, I did I think that was your topic. (laughs)
0: i I literally just wanted a sip of wine it didn't the the desire did not hit me until it was specifically my moment to talk uh so so uh, oh my gosh my topic sounds so bad right now um my topic is i am frustrated by content and content creators who don't respect your time
1: uh You don't, if you're listening to this show, you don't respect your own time. Okay. I don't uh, respect my time by making it
0: a, a tangent about boxed wine right before. Oh, sure. Okay. To be frustrated about uh, content creators, not respect your time is, is really rich. Uh, but, but let me, let me, let me actually let like, you know what I mean by this. Um, what I mean is there. There's lots of great podcasts out there in the world. Um, I'm a really big fan of the once a week method, uh, especially if it's consistent, uh, because what that means is there's set podcasts I have that I expect on a certain day of the week, and if I like them a lot, I'll listen to it weekly. And like I can that that leaves me roughly five ish podcasts in a rotation that I can probably listen to once a week. Um. So obviously, sometimes I listen to more, sometimes I listen to less, but then there's some podcasts that post several hours daily, and I cannot fathom li- listening to that. Mo- like, I, I I don't I don't understand. So, for example, um there there was a point there was a point in time where I one of my favorite podcasts was a PlayStation podcast because I'm a f- nerd uh and <laughs> so i listened to it weekly i mean it was it was entertaining it was like news for, about the video game industry which i actually have a, a decent uh interest in and it was once a week they'd talk about the news in the industry like any news from the past week and they made it really funny uh and that content creator at some point transitioned from one maybe one and a half hour episode per week to an hour episode every day. Jeez. And I, I immediately lost all interest because it's kind of like, first of all, how much news about video games can there right. be right. every day? And then also, like, you're out of your mind if you think I'm going to set one out of every like 16 waking hours a day to listen to your content like that's wild that's so like presumptuous to me Uh, i've (laughs) since uh migrated to a different uh gaming podcast that is only once a week so i can take my uh nerdy interests elsewhere um but yeah i think that's ridiculous and and like for example a pretty popular podcast is joe rogan
1: Mm -hmm. and and, i'll say yeah
0: Yeah, (laughs) pretty intensely popular. Uh, Depending on the guest, I actually find it interesting. However, he posts a three-hour podcast, like, every day. Like, I don't, I I don't understand, who is the audience besides, like, truckers or something that can listen (laughs) to that? Like, I don't, I cannot understand who just has that much time in there. That's just wild to me. Um, so, so that, that's one of the angles is kind of like content creators who it's like, even if I like what you're doing, if you're presuming that you can, that, that your content is worth. And also with podcasts, I have a hard time being just partially, and I'm kind of all in or all out with most podcasts I listen to. And so if it's like every day, I I'm probably just not going to listen. Um, especially if it's hours a day. Um, and so that, that is frustrating to me is that there are people whose content i like but i don't understand how they can have funny or interesting things to say for like 15 hours a week like that's just it's like a a a part-time job to listen to their podcast right um really quick before i get to another example i will say a good example of a podcast that respects your time is a more recent one actually that uh friend of the show Travis made us aware of it's from the onion. It's called the topical mm. and they've only had two episodes so far. It's, it is a daily podcast. Like I think it's Monday through Friday. However, each episode is only like five or 10 minutes. Oh, and I didn't so realize it's really compressed, well scripted, also hilarious. And and that's, I appreciate that. Like it's not just some guys sitting around and dicking around like, who, who would listen to that uh it's <laughs> but it's it's like a scripted very funny like satire on like NPR radio but it's only like like the first episode is i'm kind of playing it out loud it's nine minutes the second episode is 10 minutes so I'm assuming it's a roughly nine or ten minutes actually but like that's something that like I, that only takes half of my commute home and so right like that's that respects my time and it's also it's, there's not really a through line. It's just funny. And so it's okay if you miss an episode. But yeah. I think that's a good example of something that respects your time. It's like, we're going to give you a solid 10 minutes of content daily. And it's already a brand I like, The Onion. And so I, I respect that. I think that's a great example. Um, so the other example of this that I hate is... So for my job, I do... I have to look up a lot of things on the internet or YouTube to figure them out because I use a lot of Adobe products and Adobe products are the best and worst thing to happen in like the creative industry in that like <laughs> they're, they're great but a lot of times they're just a mess. So figuring out bugs, I'm always looking up like things on the internet which usually leads me to YouTube, whatever it may be or since I'm learning how to do new things, maybe I have to figure out a new technique for how to edit something Premiere, and that'll lead me to YouTube. So here's the thing. There are some some things that I know that what I'm looking for, maybe I just forgot what to do. It can it could be... Expl- if someone knows how to do it, they could explain it to me in under a minute. And you go to YouTube, and there are explainer videos, they're like 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. And it's just this guy, like ranting <laughs> in some accent probably that I don't actually think exists from anywhere it's not even like <laughs> a country that exists on earth or any people group it's an accent that i think is very exclusive to these youtubers that are made to waste your time uh and <laughs> they they just are so roundabout it's so frustrating cuz if if there's a video on youtube like let's say there's two videos that each explain how to do something. If one of them is thirty seconds and the other is fifteen, I'm obviously clicking on the thirty second one. I just feel like, if it's a simple explanation, it it just doesn't respect my time, uh. To to, to make videos that long, I just I don't understand. I feel like people put out these videos and don't script them, and so right. or oh, don't play sure what don't. they're doing. And, and then don't edit them. They just put up the whole thing. So all their stuttering, all their corrections of themselves, it's just all in there. Uh, and so I, I'm just not trying to, to listen to people struggle through, like, an explanation of something when I just need a quick answer. So, so that's really frustrating to me. That's the other example. And then the, the other example, since I'm, I'm just going to really double down this whole I like video games thing, is, like, there's video games that take, like, a hundred hours to play through. And it's just like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) Like there's games that I believe are probably (laughs) good games, but it's like, I just don't have the time to play that. Like, (laughs) it's probably a bunch of nonsense of running through a digital world. It's like, why am I doing tasks and doing an entire job in this game instead of like cleaning my room or doing a real job? Uh, (laughs) I
1: I could be getting paid for this. What am I doing here?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyways, that's. I, I mean, I feel like the, the really the only other pristine example of, of content creators respecting your time truthfully is our podcast. And I say that half jokingly <laughs> because we respect your time so much that we don't even think you want to hear us once a week. We give you ourselves every other week. Yeah. Because we're like, that's about how much you need. Uh <laughs> And I mean, let, let us know if you're demanding a weekly podcast, email us at not all bad show at gmail.com and we'll probably say no because we don't want to record it every week. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah. but we'd love the affirmation, uh, <laughs> genuinely. Uh, if you want it to be less than every other week, let us know and it'll hurt our feelings and we'll probably <laughs> talk shit about you on the podcast. Uh,
1: but that's also helpful feedback. Can you imagine somebody liking the show enough to where they want us to make more episodes, but not so much that twice a month is too much?
0: <laughs> I can't imagine.
1: <clears throat> uh, I uh, dis- So, first of all, minor point. I disagree with your video game thing. I don't know why. For some reason, I have always loved really long video games. Um, all right, well, min- okay. minor issue. But L-
0: Let me back up for just a second on that. Let, let me make my my uh, explanation a bit more nuanced. I appreciate a long video game that um, justifies its long length. And ideally, a lot of that length comes from optional content that you're doing because you like it, not because you have to do it to finish the game.
1: Right. Okay. Uh,
0: it, it's more that I would love to have the time to play through something like the Witcher three uh, which is supposed to be incredible or whatever. And I actually watched the Netflix series. It's pretty good. So I like bought the game and then I opened the game and it's so overwhelming how much there is to do immediately Yep. that it's, it's not that I don't want to. And that's not, maybe not a good example. Cause it's not that it doesn't respect my time. It's just like, I don't know. I, it's like if a game takes me literally a hundred hours of my time, I could play like 10, 10 hour games that are really good and just really like solid from end to end within that time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I kind of feel that way about some TV shows too. I actually like have come to appreciate when a show like it sounds wild, but when a show has shorter seasons or doesn't go on for 10 or 15 seasons, like I kind of appreciate no, that's when it's a- just like they tell a story they want to tell and then they get out of there.
1: That's a very good <laughs> analogy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Regarding your podcast strategy, where you we're talking about how you listen to podcasts and all that, I, I have an opposite approach where I will listen to one podcast for months. Interesting. And then I will switch to, when I get tired of it, I'll switch to a different podcast and listen to it for months. And I'll hop back and forth from like one to the next for a period of months. I have never, ever reached a point where I've listened to every episode on a podcast, except for one, which... Uh, stopped releasing new episodes in like 2012 or something. Hmm. It's because it's it's a, an extremely old podcast. That's the only one that I've listened to every episode, every other podcast. Is? Yeah, it's it's the History of Rome because I'm uh, also okay. a, a nerd. Hmm. Um, and I've listened to that one twice all the way through because I thought it was so interesting. But uh, that is the only podcast that I've actually finished that I've like quote unquote caught up on. Every other one... I may get within a few episodes of it being caught up, but then I am ready to move on to something else. So I switched to a different podcast, which for the past several months has been building up episode and episode and episode. And I listen to that. And then, so I'm, 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 my strategy is completely different.
0: Okay. Can I ask with your, with the podcast you're listening to, do you usually, if you, if you find a podcast you like, are you starting from, like, the beginning and listening through moving towards more recent? Or do you, like, like are you working your way backwards? Are you jumping around? Or how's it working?
1: A lot of the podcasts I listen to are, they are sequential. Okay, like, that, example, I guess that makes sense with the history ones, yeah. The history of Rome. I will I listen to a lot of history podcasts, so I gotta start at one. Um, if it's a comedy show, I will listen to probably to the most immediate four or five episodes, the most recent ones. And then if I like it, I will go back and I will start at one and I'll work my way all the way through till work my way up. Um, I have, there's a couple podcasts, like when I very first started listening to podcasts that I started at the, the one that was most recent when I started listening and just worked my way backwards. But you end up kind of like falling, it feels like you're kind of falling down a, like a Plinko machine into the bits that they've developed over the years. And you, you kind of like, you start with all the jokes they have up into that point, the inside jokes. And then you kind of like one by one, find the origin point for each joke, which is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. I've experienced that before, <laughs> but um, yeah, usually I'm trying to go sequential. That makes these days. sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. I guess I just to me the idea of of listening to a show that you really like and then going, okay, well, I've heard them all. Got to wait till next week for a new one. That to me (laughs) terrifies me. It scares the shit out of me. If I get within like ten episodes of a podcast I'm listening to being caught up, I'm I'm moving to a new one. I'm jumping ship. Interesting. I guess so. I I actively avoid that situation because it scares the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, I I guess it kind of depends. For example, my like video game one because I like to be caught up on the news. I like that I'm listening to it like right after it's been recorded, so I'm like actually learning something that's like relevant to that week. So I feel like that's a little bit different compared mm-hmm. to other ones. Um, with some comedy episode or podcast I listen to, like Your Mom's House. That's a podcast I brought up multiple times on here. Um, It's with Tom Cigar and Christina P, if anyone's curious. Um, That's one that I don't really care if I listen to it, like, contemporaneously. Like, I don't have to have listened to it that week. But I got to the point where I've listened to every single podcast they have on iTunes. (laughs) And so now it's like... (laughs) Which, granted, let me back up. For some reason, this is weird. They only have episodes, like, starting at... So they're on episode, like... It's after 500. It's maybe, like, 540 or something. But on iTunes, it only starts at 400, and I don't know why. Weird. Uh, but I've listened all the way back to 400, like I like the show, and then I was just jumping around to different random episodes until so at some point I was like, "Oh, I've listened to all of these," and then now it's like, "Well, I've listened to all the ones I can easily access because I can't be bothered to go find the other episodes outside of this podcast app," uh, and so <laughs> um, now that's why I have it every week. But
1: but yeah. I I can't I just it scares me. That it is frustrating though when you listen to a, uh an episode and they're riffing on something like like that's like the equivalent of me listening to this episode where we talked about coronavirus and it's like 2024. <laughs> that's a, that's a good point. That happens to me all the time. There's a hang on a second. I got to do some googling, but there's a uh, a podcast I listen to where they they have it. It's a running joke at this point, but the origin of the joke was related to the Chilean miners. <laughs> so like the original joke of that. Uh, was just so long ago in 2010. So it's it's not it's always kind of weird when you when you do it the way I do it, it's probably not the the recommended way to do it, but it's it's what I do. Paul, you have anything uh, else to contribute to your people wasting your time (laughs) rant?
0: (laughs) Well, I've I've gone long enough that to maintain my integrity. I should probably stop. But I just wanted – I'll just shout out again the topical from The Onion. It's only a couple episodes in, so you can be really in on the ground for. It's genuinely very funny. If you like The Onion articles, you will love The Onion's podcast.
1: That's I need right. to listen to that. I, I, it scares me because they only have two episodes. I need to wait till they have like forty, and then maybe I'll, I'll listen.
0: I know you say that, but it's, it's really, as the title implies, really topical. Like, yeah. like uh, there was a whole like news segment about how all the candid- the Democratic primary candidates, are in Iowa trying to win the endorsement of a high schooler named Chad. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, it's very like contemporary like it 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 relates to like what's going on literally like that week you know what i mean
1: right we tend to promote so many other podcasts (laughs) on our show we you paul you've done like four in this one this one segment which is incredible that's a record (laughs) it really is (laughs) um we have a new list of random rant ideas it's we have 11 total now um We go through these a lot slower now because we tend to have guests on a lot, but uh, we don't have any guests lined up for the future. So uh, if you either want to submit more random rant ideas, we could always use them. Please do so. Or if you want to be a guest, let us know. You can do both by emailing us at notallbadshow at gmail.com. If you want your random rant idea on the show like we're about to do now, You can uh, email us, like I just said, and put in the subject line "random rant idea." I know Paul chastised me earlier for talking about it so much, but so I'll stop here. But well, I mean, it's
0: appropriate to say like right before uh, (laughs) the thing, but (laughs) you're good. We've got a new list.
1: That's the point. And uh, the random number generator has given me a two, and with a two, oh boy, we got a long one. Um, I'm gonna go to the. I, it's all copied and pasted here, but it's so long, it's cutting off the Excel uh, ah. cell. So I'm going to open up the email, see if I can find it. Okay. Beautiful. The topic is submitted by Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Um, topic is water towers. Real quick, what Dylan has to say on it. What the hell are they and how do they work? <laughs> do they work? How much money did it cost taxpayers to put up these eyesores? Does anybody know how they work? Or <laughs> You're really harping on the same point, or does any, or does everybody just drive by them and acknowledge their existence but not know their purpose?
0: I almost That's, feel like they exist to have the name of a small town written in giant letters across it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so, and it's it's really it's an, it's a billboard. It's a practical billboard for the town. And Dylan says, "quote uh, calls it an eyesore." I actually am a big fan. I think structurally they're they're really ugly, but I'm a huge fan of the town logo on water tower aesthetic. I love that. I don't know what it is about it, but I'm a big fan of of that free marketing that you get as a city mm-hmm. for building a water tower. As far as how they work, um, I don't know. I don't really know if I can get into a technical discussion, but uh, I've played a lot of SimCity, so... <laughs> You you put it on a square and it provides water to a, a limited number of tiles in the region.
0: <laughs> I I'm almost surprised I haven't given them more thought, but I do the thing. The thing for me is I see them, and I acknowledge. So so it almost makes sense that for like if they existed for like a farm or like a single company using like industry using it, I'm assuming. That at least some of its structure is intended. That the the weight of having so much water at the top creates a lot of water pressure. That is exactly for what's in correct. the pipe. Yes. Um, that's my assumption from my halfway engineering degree.
1: My uh, full engineering degree had, had me solve a lot of problems on how tall a water tower needs to be for such and such water pressure to reach such and such distance. So that is a correct <laughs> simplification I of mean, the I mean, I,
0: I have taken hydraulic systems classes, so I should know more about this. <laughs> uh, um, but um, I just... I, what I, when I see them the the first thing I think of is surely this isn't supplying water to the whole town and if it's not that means there's something else that's already successfully supplying water to ninety percent of the town. so why is this here that, that's i don't i don't I'm making up these statistics and I don't know if that's actually the case, but that's like immediately what I think of when I see them
1: <laughs> I imagine our something I've never thought about maybe an extremely stupid question are water towers for storage of water or are they for uh production of water like from groundwater i th- I think they're they're to store water
0: I think they're to store water. i mean- f- famously a and m has a giant water tower that they then like put like more casing around like it's not actually that wide. you know what I'm talking about uh-huh um so that's kind of interesting. Um, I know that in video games such as uh, Spider Man, the recent PlayStation <laughs> 4 game, uh, on the route, if, if it's true uh, to the. If it's an accurate representation, it seems like many buildings in New York have a water tower on top. Maybe that's uh-huh. uh, supplying water uh, pressure to the people of their respective buildings. Uh, according to Wikipedia, though, they require energy and a pump to get the water up there. And so. I don't know what the deal with that is. So what's Maybe, the
1: point? Just let it sit in the pipe. <laughs>
0: I, I don't know. I, I, I literally have no idea. and, and <laughs> I don't know if I can really contribute much because I'm a, a little bit as baffled. as Do you say it was Dylan? Is yeah. that his name? Yeah. I, I'm as baffled as Dylan. Thank you for bringing this to my attention, Dylan. I really think we need to be demanding more transparency from our cities about what, what's going on with these. We don't uh, even don't know if, if they're f-
1: keeping water in there
0: it could be toxic waste for all we know uh-huh. uh just pumping into our our aqueducts and uh <laughs> what do, what do you call it when water stored under, underground that's not an
1: aqueduct. aquifer aquifer Aquafina. aqueduct is
0: a is a is a, a man-made thing and i'm not going to uh say what i think it's from like which civilization because i'm probably wrong uh but <laughs> you should listen Man. to the
1: history of rome podcast it'll give you a clue
0: I I bet I bet it will, uh. The, you know, it's it seems like there, th- there's a lot of fun pictures on Wikipedia. If we have any really uh water tower buffs out there in the audience, uh, I think that's a pretty good resource if you really want to expand uh your knowledge of water towers.
1: I like to take this question piece by piece. <laughs> this okay. rant topic piece by. I love the the water towers. What the hell are they and how do they work? First of all you okay so how do they work is a fair question what the hell are they (laughs) it's in the name bud it's called a water tower i don't there's not really much more The, the description is 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 in the title there's not really much more that you could say about what they are how do they work so how the i love i love the cadence of this question how do they work do they work How much money does it cost? Does anyone know how they work? (laughs) 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 We understand. Okay. A lot of Dylan's Dylan presented about six questions here and half of them were about how they work, (laughs) (laughs) which I love. I love that energy. I I can't. I don't know how they work. They're they're just high. They're high and that makes water pressure. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to skim through a how
0: stuff works article about these. It's, it's a little bit... I really wanted just, like, a few sentences. They're trying to get me to actually understand it. I'm not really interested in retaining how this works. I just wanted to spew off some fun facts about them or something. I don't know oh, if brother. they're...
1: I, I don't... I'd, I would be alarmed if you could come across one singular fun fact about water towers.
0: I, I, ha- I have the fun fact. Uh, there's some in the shape of a peach...
1: Oh, that—that that is actually quite fun. I'm surprised at how fun that is. Isn't that fun? Yeah, there's there's some that they disguise it as a peach. Uh. Well, di- okay,
0: disguise is
1: a <laughs> generous word.
0: Well, you, you don't mean, you don't think people look up there and like, well, that's a that's a giant peach. Like, oh my god, that's a big ass peach. <laughs>
1: Holy shit. That's funny, um, Dylan. Thank you for your submission. Uh, I think you I think Dylan was on the show uh 2 episodes ago his his rant was uh he also provided the Viagra rant which is one of the all-time best ones we've had I think uh, keep, keep them coming
0: Dylan we they're, we appreciate them
1: yeah for <laughs> sure I, I believe he got he's got a few more in the email so Oh beautiful um, I'm excited to get to those Uh Paul it's your turn right for a positive rant Oh, it Am sounds
0: right? like it is. Okay. Uh, right on cue. I just opened another drink, but I'm gonna wait to sip it this time. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. So, so I don't take up. So I don't. So, so I respect the time of our listeners. Right, you wouldn't
1: want to waste any time by describing how you're not wasting time or how you're gonna wait to open a drink or anything like that. <laughs> oh, of course not. Um, so you
0: know, I feel like emails have gotten a really bad rap countless times on this podcast
1: on this podcast specifically we, we yes I, on them a lot
0: I have talked shit about email so much I I hate things other people do I hate myself when I email uh, <laughs> other pe- get I think at least one guest has brought it up if not more I think Jay did for sure maybe more yeah um, at
1: least one yeah
0: but but I'm going I'm gonna add a little twist which is that sometimes I actually really like emailing. Because it makes me feel way more important than I'm than I actually am, um, <laughs> like, I so so maybe this is due to the fact that I don't actually get that many important emails. I get maybe a couple important emails that I need to respond to, uh, like during the day, like on a typical work day. Um, I mean, for one, they make me feel needed. If someone's emailing me like a question, they need me, and that that's you know that. That, that kind of is a nice thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, get, I get to sound important if I'm telling people what to do. Uh, that's – again, I, it makes me – I think the theme here that I've stated more than once is that makes me feel important. And I, I hear people complain frequently about like, uh, I just have so many emails I have to respond to like today. Like, man, that was so much work. And all I can think about is – man, you're really making it sound like you're really important, which first of all, like humble brag, like, okay, you're pretending to complain about this, but really what you're saying is like, oh man, my job is so important. So many people need me. And I'm, I'm almost like jealous. Cause I, I only get like one really good, important email. I get to send a day on average. I mean, I probably send or respond to other ones, but like one, like where someone's really just, they're puzzled about how to, how to use YouTube or something. They really <laughs> a need, video Paul, I've sent they need them, them now. And, and so i get to explain that to them uh and that that's really exciting to me and in some weird ways you know i think this is really a grass is greener on the other side situation because i i say i'm almost jealous when people are like feel like they have all these emails they have to respond to because like i actually I, every time i actually send an email that i feel like is well written i feel great um it, it's yeah it's a weirdly really satisfying thing um that being said while I, while I actually like to think I'm a good emailer, I feel like I'm an excessively slow emailer. So the downside is if I got more, I would be spending all hours of my workday responding to like four emails. Uh, so, so that's kind of where I feel like it would become more frustrating if I actually had tons. But uh, yeah, I, I, I just wanted to provide another little perspective on emails. We, we, we talk shit about emails quite a
1: bit. and I just wanted to say it, it's it's kind of exciting to receive mail sometimes. I, uh, I agree with you. And I also in the same way where I enjoy writing a good email, but I take a long time to make sure that I'm writing a good email and not just half-assing it and I'm not yeah. making mistakes and that. So yeah, if I had to do it a lot more often, it would be uh, a significant portion of my day, but I don't fortunately. So yeah, um, I like a good email. I like writing a good email. I agree with that.
0: Hmm.
1: Uh, what do you got anything going on else? Zach? yeah I'd like I, to talk, I, that's it for me <laughs> um i'd like to talk about when people flash their headlights at you to show there's a speed trap around the corner oh um i because i always like to think about what the first person who ever had that done to them thought there are either two origin stories that i can imagine for this practice either somebody did it one time And the other driver goes, oh, okay, that was weird. My lights are on. I don't know why you're telling And then they get pulled over, like, immediately. And they're sitting there as the cops are writing them a ticket, and they're like, oh, okay. (laughs) I get you now. I see. Or it was something that they intentionally prepared ahead of time. Like, somebody comes into the bar, and they're an hour late, and their friends are like, hey, man, where you been? They sit down. He says, goddamn ticket. (laughs) <laughs> Got a bullshit ticket on the way here. I was only going seven over. Man, if only there was a way to tell other drivers there was a cop hiding up ahead. And then there you go. The rest is history. I, I I'm always curious how these kinds of things start. Regardless of how it began, I am pleased that it exists because I think it's a clever little concept. It reminds me a lot of it reminds me a lot of how you are how you might be with a sibling. Where Hmm. if it's you and another car on the road, that other car is going to treat you like dog shit. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: They don't respect you at all. They don't care about you. They hate you. Unless they can help you avoid a cop. Like (laughs) that's a good point. (laughs) Like when you're a kid and you have a sibling, they have no interest in your in your best interest you guys are not on the same side by any means. In fact, you're quite often quite antagonistic unless you guys are getting away with something from mom and dad, you know,
0: that's a, that's a, that's a great point. That's,
1: I think that mentality is very present on the road. And I like that. It's funny to me. Um, when I was a a much younger person, I thought it was when I was a snitch and a narc, (laughs) I didn't like it. I thought it was bad. But uh, now I think breaking the law is cool, and I think that <laughs> speeding is extra cool, to a certain degree. I mean, look, if I'm on a highway, I uh, it's a highway. A highway's a highway. I'm going fast on the highway. I'll speed on the highway. I'll be the first to admit it. If somebody's flashing their lights to let me know a state trooper is up ahead, I greatly appreciate it. I'm not being reckless, but. If it's if I'm unlucky, I might get pulled over for it. So I'm happy mm-hmm. that people do that for me. I try to do it for other people now. I used to not really think of it, but I'm trying to pay it forward now. So um, I think it's a cool concept. It's it's really I I wonder how it came about, but I like it. Um, and I think breaking the law is badass. So <laughs> I'm a fan. It's really cool. We're we're
0: <laughs> sp- we're sponsoring some really great things. This this episode's uh, sponsored by Breaking the Law and Drinking Black Box Wine. <laughs> you 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 know this is like barely related uh but but, um what what you were mentioning with flashing is almost frustrating to me is when i'm driving at night and you know how like based on the angles of the road yeah the people behind you their lights aren't always directly in your mirror but then they like depending on the road might look like they're flashing your mirror, and yep. I frequently think people are flashing at me, and I'm aware of how roads work, and I still think it's flashing every time. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I, that I don't know if I'm every about time to, time too. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if I'm about to get like run off the road because it's a person who's mad at me for an inexpectable reason or what. Because if they're behind you, like how are they going to know if there's a cop ahead of you? Uh, but. That's my main experience with flashing. I, I have been warned at least a couple times, and I appreciate it. I don't know that I was, like, speed in the first place in those instances, but now that you've brought this back into my conscience... Con- consciousness? Conscience. Oh, brother. Uh, it's late. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've been struggling with a lot of words tonight. Now that you brought this back to my attention, I feel like I am going to try to pay that forward, because that, that is nice. It's that's, that's a nice little brother... Uh, t- American-to-American, Texan-to-Texan... Uh, automotive driver to another uh, action. I appreciate it.
1: Just a funny little thing, and I and I like that it, is, it exists. But yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Um, that's gonna wrap the show up. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We are available on SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and Overcast. Please, 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 if you got the time and you haven't done so already, leave a rating and review on iTunes. Uh, That would mean a lot. We haven't got one in a while, Um, and it would be cool if you did. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at NotAllBadShow, and once again, you can email us at RandomRatTopics or to be a guest at NotAllBadShow at com. If you like what you heard today, uh, tell a friend. That would also be super cool. Same thing as um, leaving a review on iTunes. Tell somebody else that that uh, you liked it. You like what you heard today, and and spread the show a little bit. That'd be that'd be fantastic, and we'd appreciate it quite a bit.
0: We really would. Yeah. We please tell your friends. Uh, I am looking.
1: <laughs> sorry. Go ahead.
0: I I didn't really have anything else important to say. I was just gonna say, and and don't forget to tell us uh, if you want the show to be more or less frequent. We almost <laughs> yeah. certainly won't change our habits based on that, but. I'm just kind of curious now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. If you Whatever you say, we're probably not going to do it, but I'd like to hear it anyway. Um, Paul, I am so, so tired. It is very late. This is the latest I think we've ever recorded.
0: It, it really almost certainly is. I wonder
1: if that shines through in the quality of the show. We'll see. We'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, this has been episode 33 of Not All Bad. I am Zach Andrews.
0: This is Paul Messman.
1: Dance like nobody's watching. Rant like nobody's listening.